0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin. And this is Kelly and Rummia.
0: Kim Kilpatrick. Kim, hello. How are you?
2: You got me laughing. <laughs> you got me laughing about that. <laughs> you're, yes. you're reserving your comments, comments too, right, Kim? <laughs> yeah, I'm reserving them. Yeah, I will. Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah. good. Beautiful good. weather here. It sure feels like spring. It um, does going to be 13 tomorrow here in Ottawa, oh which is my. unheard of in February. I think that is way you know, too good. Way too yeah, warm. Yes. Really, really beautiful, beautiful weather.
0: This is the, this is the time of year that awesome. I really look forward to. And I welcome the warm weather. As soon as it wants to come, I will be happy and say, you can just come on, keep coming. That's fine. We can get rid of that uh, other stuff that's on the ground, which I will neglect to mention its name, but, uh, yeah, what we're going to talk about first, Kim, is your next show. You want to tell us about that?
2: Yeah, so some of the listeners might remember that last year when I was in Calgary performing my guide dog show, I had a taxi refusal experience where the cab driver said, put the dog in the trunk, was his answer to taking the dog, or rather not taking the dog, and I had a big. uh fight with the well with the cab company and the driver and mm. got baila involved and everything happened. So the whole time when he said it I mean I was totally outraged and shocked by the fact that he would think I would actually put my guy dog in the trunk. But in the back of my head my brain, I was saying, that is the best title for a storytelling show I've ever heard. Like, it's really great. So I was, like, a part of me was fighting and the rest of me was sort of creatively thinking about it. And I thought, you know, I really want to do a show about advocacy and how you advocate and times when you don't, when you probably should have, and times when you choose not to, and how that all works. Like, how do you figure it out? How do you learn it? And how do you learn the style that's right for you? And how do you, um, you know, how do you, what does it feel like going through this all the time like we do, right? Every single day we're kind of on that line is, am I going to have to explain to somebody about, you know, about my blindness, about, you know, what wheelchair use. Like, I, I don't use a wheelchair for you, Brock. You know, like, I'm like, what am I going to have to say? Is this going to be inaccessible? Is someone going to say, you know, something? Am I going to have to do something about this? So I, I wanted uh, sighted people to really understand this, that we walk this line all the time. And how I, I, I thought about how did I develop as an advocate kind of advocate? How did I find my style of advocacy and how did I get more comfortable with it? And so um, it sort of intersperses the Calgary story. So there'll be a bit of it. And then I go back this time when, you know, when my mom first advocated for me or my dad, or when, you know, school I had problems or when it was Mm -hmm. good, like when I didn't, I didn't have to advocate when I thought I might, you know, when everything, when, you know, when you show up to something and everything is right. And they've got everything and you're like, wow, like this is so great. I don't have to do anything except attend this event. So it's, it's a storytelling show. It's, it's about an hour long and it's called Put the Dog in the Trunk because that's what sort of started this whole adventure. Um, but it's been really fascinating. And I've, I've had some fun talking to friends of mine who are blind and also friends of mine who are sighted about advocacy itself, about what the are the words they would use and what the emotion? I mean, the stories are mine, but I want to get at how does it feel to you doing this? And how do you think and how do you decide when you're going to fight for something and when you're going to right. just, we can't do everything, right? Some things we have to drop. So and you're what makes it where mood. that turning point is? Like, exactly. If you're feeling sick or, you know, if something else is going on in your life, you just don't have the course. energy or you can't be bothered. Or, yeah. you know, if it's someone's big event, are you going to fight outside the church at their wedding because they don't want to let, you know, your That's dog, it right. maybe not, right? That's you right. know, like, what is, what is it? How did, what is the tipping point? You know, and where, and then not to beat yourself up if you don't do it, because we can't, we have to pick our battles, right? Of we course. can't do it all. So um, it's been really fascinating developing the show because I have really had to think about it. And I think because I've been blind for so long that... I've just evolved like I haven't thought about Mm. it as much as I've been thinking about it lately. And it's really fascinating to me to think it through more carefully, like from that perspective, from a discussion perspective, like how you're putting that out there for others. What are the words you would use? Mm. Like a friend of mine said, it's like you're walking down the street like when this, when a sudden advocacy battle takes on, like this thing about the cab driver, like I said, I booked the cab, you know, I came to the cab. I said, is this for cam? No, no dogs. And then like, okay. Okay. Yeah. And and she described it as you're walking down a clear, smooth sidewalk. And all of a sudden you hit that patch of ice. Right. Mm -hmm. So like for a sighted person, like I was trying to think of what is the feeling word that what is the experience? What is it that all of a sudden you're all of a sudden in a different mode? You know, you're in this different mode all of a sudden. Yeah, and and sometimes we're
1: just reactive to Kim and it's not always a pleasant interaction and we're thinking, well, I needed to advocate, but really I was just angry.
2: (laughs) I was was in a bad mood. And and you know, I said, I've said lots of times, I said to my guide dog using friends, a bunch of them, I get more emotional when my dog is refused, which is dumb in the sense that my dog couldn't care less whether she's in this cab or the next cab or some bus. Like, she doesn't yeah. know, yep. right? But I get all, I get very emotional. Some guide dog users said they do, and some said they don't. So, I mean, again, I don't know. I mean, that's just me. I guess that's just how I am, I suppose. But it makes me more upset when she's refused, as if I'm refused. Right. This is like a friend.
1: Sense. Give us the details, Kim, because I, mean, I want to talk about your second subject as well. Yeah,
2: So, it's at Arts Court Theater on March the 28th. You can find out more by going to OttawaStorytellers.ca. But never fear, those of you who don't live here or or live here but can't come on that night, there will be a live stream of the show for a week. It won't be on the night, but they put it up usually the next morning. So if you buy a ticket uh, through Eventbrite, and if you have trouble with Eventbrite, because I know it's not always the most accessible, you can email mad at OttawaStorytellers.ca. That's a lady for managing artistic director, and she can help you get a ticket if you want one so anyone from anywhere can, can stream this show and so I'd be really curious too if people do like I'd really want, like to work on it some more this is just mm. the first iteration of it so if anyone you know has ideas or thoughts or if anyone else would like to do a combination show about advocacy or something you know like nice. I'd be really into that so yeah
1: it's definitely yeah, one so of that, these so. kind of ongoing discussions obviously but also evolving right depending on the stages and phases of life and um, your own journey with disability Okay, tell us about the Vanier Sugar Shack.
2: Yeah, so I have no idea about this. Um, I don't know why, because I've lived here most of my life. But all <laughs> of a sudden, a couple of weeks ago, I heard about it. Someone mentioned it. And it's right in the middle of Ottawa. Like, I don't know about probably either of you. But to get to a sugar shack, it's usually out in the in the forest somewhere where you can't get to unless you drive. You know, and I thought, wow, like this is in the middle of the city, really. There's a a local OC Transpo bus that goes right to it. And it it has like a little forest, I guess. I've never been there. I am going to go this year. I'm going to go so I can let you know what it's like. But um, it's open usually from 9 to 3, from Wednesday to Sunday, and you don't, you can't really reserve unless you're a big group. You could reserve, but, but for people it's sort of first come first serve, they let the last people in around two o'clock. Um, so it's open and I don't know how much you get to experience. I'm not sure. It wasn't really clear when I checked. Um, I know there's food, there's meals there, pancakes and, you know, all of that stuff that you eat at the maple sugar places. But I don't know. Some of them let you go around and feel like where they're tapping the trees and stuff. So I imagine you probably can do that, but I don't know for sure. But um, it's yeah, you can go there by bus. It's accessible, of course, by paratranspo. They said that the building is totally accessible and there's accessible parking spaces, uh, the parking lot there. Um, so I had no idea about this I don't know why I didn't but uh, I'm excited to find out more I'm going to go and check it out and see you know they do have a museum there I don't know how accessible that is either because I haven't ever been there before and I don't I haven't talked to friends who ever been there before there's a lot of um, sugar bushes around Ottawa like there's some in uh, near Perth and underneath communities in eastern Ontario and definitely people have gone to those like friends of mine have gone to those but I don't know anyone who's gone to this one so I really and it's right in like downtown
1: that's what's yeah like pretty much yeah
2: like yeah and so and 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 a well-kept secret or else it's Mm. not very (laughs) well I don't know I, I I don't know I mean it sounded like it was interesting and fun and they're supposed to have some sugar festival from march 13th to 15th, so i'm gonna Ooh. try to also find out more about the sugar festival imagine it, please like, do and find out about the goodies syrup. that you get can get a hold <laughs> yeah, of like all the all the maple syrup. candy maple, maple syrup, syrup so maple, maple candy syrup, maple, maple tea I was, like, my language someone, someone yeah. yeah maple maple someone brought I me mean, maple tea one time from my sugar oh no good it was good. Yeah. I never had it. Before. It was really, it was really nice. What's so, that yeah. thing again so when excited. you put
1: like the maple syrup in the snow and have the popsicle oh, stick? and
2: Yeah, you know. well, I, I forget what they actually call it, but it makes it like kind of like a really hard... Um, like, like a snow cone, but taffy. maple? They make taffy too. Like they make this pulling taffy with the maple too, um, I think. And they always have pancakes and they often have the baked beans with like, maple in it or something Ooh, like you know the maple yeah. and bean and um i yeah but taffy definitely and those little squares of maple sugar that are like shapes of maple yep. leaves i like those maple too. fudge they're, they're, we, we've we talked more about the uh goodies go. <laughs> more than the sugar shack. yeah like if i when i go when i go there and and check out they had these three meals and one that was called the lumberjack i don't mm. think i'm gonna be eating that meal because i think it would be pretty big but uh yeah so i i'm gonna go and i will let you guys know what what you know what it's like Mm -hmm. there hopefully it's 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 really good because uh
0: yeah it sounds really good kim we are out of time for today we appreciate it very much and now you got me wanting some sugar for
2: next time okay sounds good we'll give people a reminder we'll send you some sugar we'll send you chocolate or something maple maple sugar
0: Thank you. Absolutely. That That was our community reporter from Ottawa, Kim Kilpatrick.
1: Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.